Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Motor running. Head out on the highway. Life is a highway. Big wheels, keep on turning. Easy is a winding road. One foot on the brake and one on the gas. We've got a long way to go. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast Fall Road Tour. Today, we're going to hear from Kevin Fall River, and uh, we also join in the studio at your warehouse here, the Blake Hawthorne from It's His Turf and uh, Naylor Taliferro from LCR Media joining us on the tour. So we are excited today to hear more of Kevin Frost's story, Kevin Fall River. He's been on podcasts before, but a lot's going on in your world. So for those who maybe don't know who you are, don't know your story, give us the quick rundown of your lawn care business because you bought a business, which is different than most. Right. So I started in like 2014 and, um, I guess 2013, the end of the year, I kind of went out, did like the the push mower, hand blower, kind of my stuff that I used for my yard, just to kind of get an idea of if I wanted, exactly, see if I wanted to try to do it. And then uh, over the winter, I started looking for equipment, ended up finding Fall River for sale. And that's whenever I bought Fall River was that, that kind of threw out that winter kind of did that deal and uh, bought that company and then went into 2014. Uh, I thought I was going to have like 20 clients, uh, ended up with more like eight clients. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the downsides of buying a company. You got to be really careful about the uh, clients they say that they have, um, especially whenever they don't have contracts. Oh man. So in hindsight, do you regret buying Fall River or how do you think it turned out? No, I don't regret it because I... <laughs> I saw the, the, the chance that those customers might not stay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I use that as a negotiation tool to, uh, lower the price. And, um, I felt like the equipment that I was buying was at the value because I ended up, I'll I'll just tell everybody, I paid $9,500 for the company is what I ended up paying. And I bought a trailer, a mower, push mower, blowers, weed eaters, everything I needed to get started and just jump right into it and ended up with eight customers. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
had a website that was already established, a Google business page that was already established. So right away, the phone started ringing right there in the spring. And my first year, I, I profited $10,000. So I paid the business off in my first season. And we, we just kind of lived off my wife's income mm-hmm. for that. What kind season. of career did she have? She's a teacher. Okay. So it was a struggle, you know, teacher salary, but, uh, we made it through that and, uh, paid off that debt for the uh, company in that first season, just so we could be debt free. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, went into season two and, uh, that was kind of whenever I started expanding a little bit and, uh, I guess it was season three or four that I met Blake. Yeah, tell us the story. How did you guys meet? Because you're like bros now. And uh, we- you want the truth? Oh no! So, no. so the truth is, is I actually called him and asked him like, "Hey man, I'd love to get together. I'm trying out this YouTube thing and yada yada yada." And well, he said, "Yeah," he was busy, and he was like, "I'll call you back or whatever." So I didn't hear from him. So I asked my he calls him my secretary, but I asked the guy that was producing, doing all my, you know, YouTube stuff with me and helping me in the office, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him to call Kevin and say, Hey, you know, see what's going on. I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. Call Kevin, see if he wants to do it. See if he doesn't like, let's just, you know, figure it out, move on. And, uh, so I Justin, didn't answer. <laughs> so Justin calls him back. He didn't answer. He leaves him a voicemail and he's like, Oh, dude's too busy to call me back. I'll just, he has a secretary call me. I ain't going to bother with him. <laughs> so, so you found him on YouTube though. You're yeah, watching. Yeah. yeah. So I found him on YouTube. We had a mutual friend. Uh, one of my good friends moved to Benton and started a landscape shop that he was they yeah, were working together. I still use him. And so um, I knew that was kind of going on. So I was like going through my buddy, like, hey, tell tell this dude to like hit me back up. Like, let, you know, let's get together. It took almost and, a year. Yeah. We actually didn't meet till GIE. Yeah. So we were wow. in Louisville uh, he, down. He didn't give me a choice. He walked up to me and like shook my hand and was like, hey, I'm Blake. I'm the one you were supposed to call. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Nice. <laughs> and then after a few days of me consistently going up to him, he's like, okay, I guess he's not as much of a tool as I thought he was. <laughs> and then how'd you guys, um, could, you know, elaborate on that relationship when you came back now that you had each other's, you know. So yeah, after we, after we came back from uh, GIE, I, I kind of wanted to come over here and kind of do what a lot of guys wanted do and that was shadow him and see his company and see the ins and outs and see how he ran his company to see if I could take anything back and use it for me and uh, I came over here and I guess I spent like a whole day with you riding around in the truck and seeing properties seeing what their his guys were doing and we did a lot of talking and he was starting out on YouTube and I'm trying to grow a business so it was like hey why don't I help Swap you services. with YouTube? Yeah. Exactly. You help me with my business and, and, you know, we just call it even, you know? Right. So that was kind of the beginning of the playbook that he wrote. And we kind of took my business and used it as the guinea pig for the uh, playbook and yeah. ran with it and grew it quite a bit last year. Um, I talked to you guys at lunch about it, and uh, I mean, it was a struggle last year. I did a lot of subcontracting. I went out and got my contractor's license last year, uh, started doing a lot of subcontracting, a lot of big jobs, and uh, it got hard to manage all the money. I mean, truly, (laughs) sometimes I feel like I was a bad influence on Blake because he was struggling going through all those things that he talked about in his podcast, and... um, 
I brought him back to it because I'm over here going, hey, here's a swimming pool. Let's do a swimming pool. I want to do a swimming pool. Yeah, I'm like, pool. I'm not doing it. I told him like six yeah. times, I'm not doing this. And I was, he's like, dude, listen, if we go in the hole, I'll split it with you. I was like, all right, handshake. Let's do it. I was like, okay, that's the only, that's the only terms. Well, I would take on another swimming pool. Uh-huh. Eight months later, we barely made any money, oh, but uh, no. we made 2,600. Hey, but piece. we didn't get a loan. 2,260 to- a piece. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was wow. five. We made five a piece. Was no, that no, was, we that was it, in yeah. the hot or in. That was a different in, job. Yeah, sorry. so <laughs> we've done a lot of jobs together at this point. So what? So so Kevin, how did you grow your business? You said your business kind of grew grew quite a bit. Like like what? So you you primarily offered lawn care, right? You bought a lawn care business, right. and, and that's what you primarily did. So partnering with Blake, what was it really that attri- attracted you to that? Like what were you thinking business wise? Well, it was the the fact that I was already getting all these phone calls because I had. Uh, worked with Ring Lawn Care and built my website. Ring-a-ding. Oh, yeah, man. He killed my website and just like the phone was ringing constantly and there were so many big jobs that I couldn't do by myself and I was turning them away and turning them away Mm -hmm. and it was like he and I got to talking and I'm like, hey, here's an opportunity. Is there a way for us to work together? I'll subcontract you in I'll go bid the job. I'll go get get us the job. You bring you and your guys over here, and we work together to do the job. So yeah. that was where I thought, well, that'll that'll be growth, and at some point I can go ahead and start getting some employees and subcontract him a little less on some of these smaller of the bigger jobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, that was kind of the growth that was happening at that point was just the fact that I was able to take on jobs that before – I mean, I was just telling people, hey, you can call so-and-so or you can call this person, but I'm a one-man show. I can't really, you know, bring in 10 tons of rock and install all that for you. Yeah. So gotcha. the, collab- the collaboration is key. I, I love you guys uh, meeting up. Well, we're going to have more from, I really do need to get a sip of water here. Take <laughs> <laughs> no, it back to Mr. Producer for real. Hello, it's Marty. Thank you to all of our Road Tour sponsors, including Ballard Products. Now, next week, Paul's going to be interviewing Corey Ballard here on the podcast. I made the mistake of watching some of Corey's YouTube vids while my wife was around. She kept asking, who is that? And why don't my guns look like his? So, uh, Corey, thanks to you, my wife Martha is making me go to the gym three times a week. Appreciate that, pal. Hey, in all seriousness, check out Ballard-Inc.com. That special promo code, Fall Tour, it's about to expire. So head on over to their website as soon as the show is over. Ballard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From more gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years in the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard-inc.com, promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. Are you ready for GIE Plus Expo? Well, what? Yes, GIE Plus Expo is coming to you now. 
It's GIEXPO2Go.com, your new online connection to hundreds of new products, industry resources, and solutions to help you grow your business. GIEXPO2Go is packed with your favorite exhibitors' latest innovations, demo videos, event links, and more. Plus, you can set up your own My2Go show planner to gain exclusive access to show specials and discounts. Test Jet is all free. So what are you waiting for? Go to GIEXPO2Go.com and start exploring today. From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower. Equipped with Horizon 360, there's also a new Z-Master 2000. Grandstand multi-force attachments for every season. And a new 21-inch, 60-volt, heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to Toro.com slash professional. Toro.com slash professional. You can always change your name. The Green Industry Podcast Fall Road Tour continues. Once again, Paul Jameson and Naylor Taliaferro. All right, we're back here with Kevin Frost and Blake Hawthorne in Arkansas. Naylor Taliaferro with us as well from LCR Media. So tell us how you got started on YouTube, man, and a little bit about that journey, because that's how I found out who you were. I'd be watching Top Notch, and then you would be up in recommendation. You're an OG. Uh, Kevin's been around. When we say the OG community, I mean, it used to be Greg Chisholm, Stanley Genetic, Keith Kalfas, and, uh, you know, Naylor Taliaferro, Lawn Care Rookie, BNB Lawn Care. You were a part of that old school uh, YouTube community. So why, how did you get started? And tell us about your YouTube journey. Uh, I got started uh, probably the, I think it was my first season kind of towards the end. I had been watching YouTube. I had been watching Greg, been watching a lot of Top Notch, and um I had played with cameras whenever I was in high school. I was that nerdy kid that always had a camera with him with Mm -hmm. his friends and videotaping. But uh, I kind of was like, well, could I do this too? So I reached out to uh, Brian over at Top Notch. Mm -hmm. And I was really shocked because he just like sent me a message back, gave me his phone number and was like, hey, give me a call. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I give him a call and we talk about YouTube. And uh, he and I hit off a friendship that's lasted six years now. We still talk occasionally and uh, keep up with each other. But um, he kind of motivated me to go ahead and step into it and try it. And I, I can remember like shooting that first video. I shot it on an iPad. And like, it's still up there. You got to search for it, but it's like a horrible, horrible video. I'm nervous. You can tell I'm nervous. I don't want to be in front of the camera, but, uh, I, I've wanted to take it down so many times. And Brian's always been like, no, man, leave it up. It, it, it'll help somebody. Somebody will see where you started and where you are now. Mm-hmm. And you know, it'll help somebody. So I've always left it up there, but that was kind of whenever I got started and it was like this journey of like, just wanting to keep up with what I was doing, you know, and it started out as blogging and just being able to look back on it and be like, okay, that's what I was thinking six years ago, whenever I started my business and where I'm at now. And uh, little by little, like, as everybody knows, companies have come along, sponsorships have happened. And uh, I never thought that it would ever happen, but it, it has and they've come along. And that's been a, a fun journey of figuring that out and uh, turning YouTube kind of into a business, which for me is kind of a double bladed sword because YouTube was always like a hobby for me mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. And when I turned it into a business, 
there's some parts of it I get burned out and I get tired of it and I get bored with it. And a lot of people have seen it with not seeing videos from me much in the last probably six to seven months. Okay. And then what kind of relationships have you got with that within the community? Cause I'm friends with you and Ayler's friends with you, you know, you and Blake's so YouTube's really opened up a lot of relationships and a lot of doors. I see you got a gravely code on. So you got relationships with the brands. You got relationship with us, other professionals in the industry walk us down that a little bit. Uh, I think that has been one of the biggest things about growing that anybody out there starting a lawn care business. I mean, reach out to these guys. They're, they're not your competition. I mean, even the guys in your town, I mean, mm -hmm. Blake and I are very close to each other. He comes and does business in the Benton Bryan area where I live and it's okay. We're, we're, we're good with that, you know, and we can mm -hmm. still be friends. And sometimes we work together. Sometimes we don't. And, uh, these guys can help you grow. And I've grown so much so fast. I look back and just kind of wonder where I would have been today. If it hadn't been for YouTube, hadn't been able to learn from guys like ring mm -hmm. and, um, several other guys that I've reached out to and Stan, I've talked to him several times and, and just to learn from these guys and see the mistakes that they've made and me bypass those mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I've still made mistakes along the way. And sometimes you're hard headed and you don't listen to people. Uh, I've done it many a times with him. <laughs> I, I, he'll, he'll tell, he'll, he'll try to stop me from doing something. And I get it in my head that I think yeah. it's the right thing. What'd to do. you learn from the swimming pool job of eight, eight, nine months to make 22,000 bucks? <laughs> what, what was that learning experience? Uh, that was a tough one because, you know, Blake's talked about this before and it's that ego. It's that I, I was just like him. I was that guy that called myself a landscaper instead of a lawn care guy. And it, 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 it's tough to get past. And like, that's what I wanted. I wanted that. I wanted to be able to tell people, Hey, I built a swimming pool. I built this waterfall. And like, it didn't even matter at the end of the year, whenever I looked at the numbers and I'm like, I made less this year profit. Now my gross was, was double what mm -hmm. I had done the year before, but my profit was less than what I had done the year before. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, that's what matters. Not have I built a swimming pool? Have I built this giant waterfall? And that's where I had to get back and get focused on this year by kind of changing my, my way and deciding to go back to lawn care, small landscape jobs and focusing on that niche stuff that, that is highly profitable. Yep. So are you mainly doing residential yards there in Benton, Arkansas, or you got commercial accounts or mixture? I'm a hundred percent residential. Uh, okay. I've had some commercials. I lost a commercial this year. Uh, that was my final commercial that I had. And ever since then, I haven't gone after it. Um, I'm not a big fan of commercial and that's just because I don't like the whole Every year, every couple of years, they want you to kind of bid it again, or they're going to have people will come look at it and bid against you. And mm -hmm. it, it starts the whole process over with residential. You build that relationship with the person. Yeah. I've only driven through one of these Arkansas neighborhoods. Our GPS took Naylor and I through a neighborhood past the prison. Then we thought <laughs> we're about to get to your house and we pulled into your neighbors <laughs> and we see you Instagram and next door. And we're like, Oh, we're at the wrong house. <laughs> But uh, what what size are these properties? They seem like they're pretty big just from driving around Arkansas. Uh, it depends. I mean, I have a couple one-acre properties, one-and-a-half-acre properties. What are you um, throwing down on those? 
Uh, typically a, a one acre, I'm charging about $75 an acre, mm-hmm. right around that. I meant that what area. kind of mower are you throwing down? Oh, yeah, you can mower? tell us your prices I, too. I'm, I'm good. Social with security that. number, whatever you want to throw out there. <laughs> but, uh, I'm running skags. Okay. Uh, so I've got two skag V rides and then I do have a Walker mower. Um, the Walker stays on the trailer for the most part. Did, uh, Brian Topnotch and, and B&B influence you to get a Walker and a, I feel like guys watch someone's video and like, Oh, I'm like, why do you have that piece of equipment? And like, oh, because I watch this person or I listen to this person. So where did they influence your... Well, I can say uh, Brian influenced me to get a walker. That's okay. But, Brian talked uh, I actually had the uh, V-Rides before I had found Blake. Okay. So I can't say Blake and, influenced me on that. Yeah, but, but so you had a good dealer support with oh, that. Oh, absolutely. We were, I think we were talking off air. I forget. I was talking with one of you about that's so important as we oh, get yeah. equipment that the dealer's near and can get us back up and running. It's one of those questions down. I get constantly like people are constantly asking me you know what's the best brand what's the best mower out there and my answer is always it's not about what color your mower is it's about the dealer that you're getting your mower from Mm -hmm. are they going to take care of you when your mower goes down because it's not if your mower is going to go down it's going to go down eventually at some point and how quick are they going to get you back out there and making money and they understand that that's your livelihood So finding that good dealer is better than finding what color mower you have. Well said. Well, we're going to kick it back to my producer, Marty, back in Atlanta. Hello, it's Marty. Are you interested in starting a lawn care business, but you're still struggling to learn the best workflow and even master the basics? Want to mow like a pro? Entrepreneur Academy is making available the How to Professionally Cut Grass training program. It includes four tutorial-style videos designed to help you learn the basics for mowing, trimming, edging, and blowing. If you've been wondering what's the most efficient way to cut grass and make the properties that you manage look as manicured as possible, then this economical $30 program is for you. Brian will teach you the basics about how operate each piece of equipment, tips and tricks that he's mastered over the last decade, and even the best way to approach a lawn to make sure that you're turning your customers into raving fans. Now, these tutorial videos, they're great to share with anyone on your team that's got a smartphone or a tablet. Utilize them as tutorials. As e-training with new hires on the team, you can ramp up the onboarding process by teaching new team members the best way to cut grass as a lawn care professional. Learn best practices. Whether you've mowed one lawn or a thousand lawns, there's something to be learned in this fun and educational How to Professionally Cut Grass training program exclusively at LawnTrepreneurAcademy.com. Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. Jobber makes it easy to get more work through online booking and quoting. To get started, just head over to getjobber.com to start your free 14-day trial. Thank you to Jobber, Law Entrepreneur Academy, Ballard Products, and Toro for sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast 2020 Fall Road Tour. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast here with Blake Hawthorne at his shop in where are we? Hot Springs, Arkansas. Hot Springs, Arkansas. And Kevin Fall River from Benton, Arkansas. I thought it was where Walmart is. I was all pumped up. I was talking to my dad last night. I was like, Dad, I'm going to Walmart tomorrow. I'm going to see all, you know, hopefully the neighborhood where all the execs live. I want to see the complex. Like, I'm all excited as a tourist to get to see Walmart. And uh, 
I'm talking to you today and you you uh, break the news to me. I was like, yeah, that's Benville, not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few hours north. <laughs> I, I saw the prison, though, State yep, Pen. Yep, yep. Uh, the juvenile prison, actually. Oh. <laughs> Gets better. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're going to redeem it all with some hibachi here as soon as we conclude today's episode. So, Yes, sir. Tell it's us about good. this hibachi, man. I'm getting pumped up. Oh, yeah. So one of my clients actually has a, has a place called Crazy Samurai, and he does like hibachi sushi and stuff like that. And so Kevin's had it and, you know, it's pretty good. We get it for lunch every now and then we're on that side of town. So we're going to, so that's where there's like a fire at the table and they'll, Oh yeah, they're going to cook flip, it right in front flip of us. the steak into your mouth. Yeah. I'm what? trying to get a special VIP treatment. So since, I mean, can we say this? Since COVID, they're not actually serving, but he's going to sneak us in the back door. Okay, there All you right. go. Don't Snuck in the back door in Arkansas. <laughs> this sounds like adventures in Arkansas, man. Will they let us vlog up in there? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's going to that's gonna be a lot of fun. So, Kevin, you start your business, and uh, now you've really been going through a lot of transitions. We had pizza at lunch. I ordered a salad, but you and Naylor got pizza, and you you were telling us major transitions from yeah. last year to this year, this year to next year. Tell us, tell us kind of where you're at now. Yeah, I've been making a lot of changes in the business, kind of downsizing it. Um, a lot of guys don't know this. I haven't been putting a lot of it this out. This is in, exclusive. This is your yeah, first time yeah, you ever said yeah. this. You heard it where? <laughs> right here. On the here. Green Industry Podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been going to a real estate school for the last like four or five months and going through that. So actually... Probably by the time this podcast comes out, I will have taken my test and I'll find out whether I got my uh, license or not if I pass that test. I take that on next Wednesday. I don't know <laughs> the All date, right. but but yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be stepping into that. I'm going to keep the lawn care business at first. I'm, I, I want to keep mowing. I've got to pay the bills. Uh, I don't think... Uh, real estate's just going to like boom all of a sudden and I'm selling right. like 20 houses a month or anything. But And I really appreciate you sharing the story because for some guys, lawn care professional, that's their full-time job for decades. I just met with Troy Clogg in uh, Michigan. He's been doing it for 40 years and he's, you know, well off financially. And then there's other guys that are school teachers in Texas we had on the show, does lawn care as the weekend warrior and as a full-time job. And then for others, it can be an awesome transitional for, you're going to a new career, but the skill set that you learn as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, I mean, you'll you'll forever be an awesome businessman, and you can take that into the real estate world. We were sharing a mutual friend over lunch, Matt LaMarche. He had LaMarche Landscaping, learned that business, the principles. Now he is crushing it in real estate, but a lot of that success in real estate is from the principles and the lessons learned as a lawn care professional. Absolutely. You know, it's something that I'm excited about getting into and uh, making that transition. Um, a lot of a lot of you guys know that uh, I, I battled cancer. Uh, it was like six, seven years ago, and uh, I have damage in my shoulder from that. So that was a lot of the reason that I've started to realize I got to get away from this physical labor and start transitioning into something more of like an office type job. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought it was grow fall river, get big. You know, I step out of the truck and mm -hmm. do more of a management role. Mm -hmm. And little by little last year, seeing the growth and seeing Blake and some of his struggles with employees and all these things and talking to other guys and the struggles of employees, it made me realize that I, I, 
maybe didn't want to go that direction. And it's something I kind of prayed about and, you know, talked a lot about with my wife. And we finally kind of made that decision. Uh, We went on a vacation, kind of got away from everything and did a lot of discussion of it then. And that was really when I made the decision, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do the real estate school. I'm going to go through that process. And And as soon as we got back, I enrolled in school and started at it. So my days have been like I I mow until like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I come home and I study for several hours before my wife gets home and we have to get the daughter home and all that. This is a good place for me to jump in here. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. And you guys really will enjoy the conclusion of Paul's interview with Kevin Frost. That will be coming up on Monday. Also scheduled for next week, interviews with Corey. Look at my biceps Ballard and also Chant from Chant's Daily Hustle. Don't forget about Paul's Sunday service dropping this weekend. One joker wrote, wrote us, he was upset that the program wasn't focused on tips for servicing lawn equipment. I guess uh, Sunday service for all of you heathens means working on your equipment. Actually, that is one of the reasons, though, that Paul wanted to start uh, bringing you some inspiration on the weekends. He understands the grind. He knows many of you are not always able to go to church or, or maybe don't want to, but you would be interested in hearing about his journey to, to know and follow God. Now, the Sunday service, it's not sponsored content and does not necessarily represent the views of any of our advertisers, anybody associated with the program. Check it out Sunday morning. And of course, feel free to email or DM Paul with your thoughts. Have an awesome weekend and it's uh, time for me to go do some upper body work. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to Ballard Products, Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at ballard-inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at launtrepreneuracademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.